Caleb said it was 45. 45? When he got it. Okay, so... F- which is insane for the, how good this, this is. This for $45 is... Oh, I'd buy three. I... <laughs> I would I would buy as many as I could fit in my my arms and drag out to the car. Mm. This is so good. Just hits I mean this is what you want like this has everything you want in a ride. Welcome once again to Chill Filtered, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to. But you probably should. And you probably are already and that's why we like you. Today, we are drinking a very, uh, I guess you could call it rare because I doubt many people on this earth even have a specific bottle of the one we're drinking today because it was a barrel pick. Uh, but we are drinking um, Driftless Glen. Uh, they had a, a single barrel, barrel proof rye. It's 117.2 proof. It is barrel number 280 from them. And that's probably the only thing that what you would, if you're looking at your Driftless Glen bottle right now and it's a it's a barrel pick and it says uh, barrel number 280 on it, you're drinking the same thing we're drinking. But it's unlikely most people are drinking the exact same thing we're drinking. Um, and I encourage you to find Driftless Glen and maybe just get a bottle of straight rye um, or maybe there's a barrel pick in your area. Maybe it's not 117.2 proof. I keep dragging on with this, but that's what we're drinking today. Uh, let's get to the business for a hot second. That wasn't the business? Uh, no, oh. that was long. That was, I was giving that the business, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, some of the business is, uh, yeah, hit us up on patreon.com slash chillfiltered. Uh, for those who are Patreon supporters, we are so appreciative. Oh, but those enough. who are Patreon supporters also know that it isn't just giving on their side uh, that comes with being a Patreon supporter. We are They are given too as well. And if you are interested in finding out what kind of things they are given, uh, check out the Patreon, but also hit us up maybe on Instagram and say, hey, what do I get if I'm a Patreon subscriber? Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. just know it's more than just what meets the eye, as they say. So that's the uh, end of the business. And uh, Robbie, it, it was a great week for you. Maybe maybe it wasn't great, but I know it was your birthday this week. It was so my how bir- was your week? It was my birthday week for sure. Uh, it's been okay. It's, you mm-hmm. know, I've, and I don't know if I said this on the podcast, but in general, <sighs> January birthdays kind of suck. Um, I could imagine. You know, every like here's the thing. You go through Christmas and everybody gets partied out. The budgets get blown. Yeah. And my birthday's on the 5th, which is typically like... You're making me sad. Typically, it's right around right when everybody goes back to work because um, it mm-hmm. typically follows like New Year's and stuff like that. So you go back to work, yeah. you go back to school. And so my birthdays, like, honestly, I don't do a lot for my birthdays. Like, typically, it's my mom and it used to be my like my mom and dad and I and my wife and my mother-in-law would go out for dinner with, you know, with Amara and stuff like that. And it mm. would be, <laughs> so that would be my birthday. Like, not a huge thing, not nice. a big deal. Because just that's just kind of the nature of it. So, um, and then you throw COVID on top. It was a little, it was lackluster in the sense of a traditional party. But I had an awesome day. Uh, it was pretty cool. Um, the twins made, uh, cupcakes with, oh, uh, okay. With COVID, my wife is a, uh, nurse practitioner. She got her second, yep. uh, vaccination. 
on my yep. birthday. And so like she her she had like an immune response and so she just kind of felt cruddy. But she still made cupcakes oh. with the girls. And the girls were so nice. excited to give me cupcakes. I went and worked out in the gym in the garage in the morning. I come inside and it's like seven o'clock when I come back inside. And Amara's already got like streamers up and she put up some birthday signs nice. and stuff like that. So I mean stuff like that. That's what really like I'm all about like Thank you for the effort. Thank you for caring kind of a thing. You know, got a lot of good birthday messages, that sort of thing. So that was fun. Um, my mom came over and had dinner with us. And so it was a, it was a good birthday. Um, as far as the podcast goes and birthday wishes, uh, the day after my birthday, I received in the mail from my good friend, Cole. Uh, you received where? What? What did you receive in the... How'd you receive it? Oh, the courier, who's a male, he's a guy. He uh, mm-hmm. he brought me. Um, <laughs> he, he, I was like sipping water when you said that. <laughs> I thought, no, I mean, Go on, Robbie. We call him the male because he's the biggest dude you've ever seen. Um, <laughs> he dropped off uh, a, uh, uh, from Cole a package and had in the uh, what is it Dorada El uh, not Dorada it was the uh, Delbach uh, what is it the bottle classic uh, the Delbach classic yes oh my gosh mm-hmm. I'm saving that I'm saving that for this summer when I can actually have people over and be like you nice. you're not going to find this in Idaho let's have let's have a good good drink here um, and then, I got to get you the Dorado too for sure oh gosh yeah and then uh, Cole got me a bottle of uh, rare breed rye which. I'm so excited to open that up too. I'm just kind of, I think I'm going to wait till this weekend. Seahawks play on, uh, well, when this comes out, it'll, they've played on Saturday. So hopefully it's a good game for the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I'm like, I don't know. It was that stuff like that's fun, you know? Oh, here's another fun yeah. thing. So the box uh, that the courier brought it in, uh, the mail, because he's mm-hmm. a big guy. Um, he. Yeah, the big, big mail. Yeah. And it had from Cole Seabald on it. And uh, it was sitting out front. I was like, the courier came again. And I today, and I go, I go, what? So I opened it up, and Amara had put a bunch of like garbage and junk in there, and a card from Cole saying like, "Oh no, I hope your birthday was awesome. We're having a baby. You're great." <laughs> and she totally thought it was gonna fool me, and then like, yeah, I don't know, it was pretty funny, but uh, it got. Oh, me. Was, did Amara filled that up with it. That's yeah, funny. Yeah. But gotcha. the thing is, I would it wouldn't have surprised me if uh, Cole would have had the career come twice in one week to send something so <laughs> anyway so it was, you know, it was an okay it was a pretty good week I'm, I'm ready for the weekend uh kind of a thing and yeah it's been all right not bad it's a good you know it's funny though being 40 i'm not a big it's not a big to me but i tell my wife you're married to a 40 year old and she's like oh that makes yeah. me old <laughs> <laughs> so i do well it's crazy like i turned 30 this year mm-hmm. you turned i mean within six months yeah fairly we, back to back right, so you're you're nine and a half years older than me mm-hmm. which is not conceptualized in my mind it's just like not that there's anything wrong with like that oh. kind of distance. But here's the thing. Um, but it's like, it's just weird to think about. But you're you're much more mature for your age, and I'm much more immature for my age. So I think we kind of meet in the middle, you know? <laughs> I guess there's something to that, actually. For, I would like to think I'm so mature, and I feel like you're just relatable. That's a better word for immature. <laughs> That'll work. For example, I got to, yeah. I, I do have to read this because my um, Amara, like, uh-huh. because I teach, and then she's like at school, we have like the same Microsoft Teams, and every once in a while she's like, Dad, can we have a meeting real quick? So I'll call her up during the day. And she goes, Dad, on your podcast tonight, I want you to read this. So I got to read this. She wrote me, nice. wrote me a list, and it says, birthday treat. Number one, poop. 
Number two, pee. <laughs> number three, diarrhea. <laughs> number four, night soil. <laughs> number five, caca. <laughs> number six, yellow snow. Number seven, smashed together. So apparently that's oh. the birthday treat that I'm supposed to eat. Oh, but this is funny though. <laughs> Earlier this week, she, she uh, oh, I have to post this. It's pretty funny. She had this like little post note and she goes, birthday cock, birthday drink. Uh, one ounce rare breed, one shot, one cup of water, uh, a mandarin orange, a cherry, mixed together, enjoy. So I'm like, well, who is this kid? Like, she, like, <laughs> not only is she, uh, that's so good. She's like writing cocktail recipes, but she's like calling her, her, her drink out too. She's like, rare breed. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah. That's enough about well, me. Um, oh, go ahead. I uh, I had a, a I reached out to a friend recently. We were really tight in college, and we've we've kind of just not gone our separate ways. We've just been away from each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you're listening, John, shout out uh, John. Uh, I almost said John Montero. He's the editor and one of our good friends. Um, but John Armstrong. Um, but he he goes. Uh, I'm excited for your kid, man. You get to like. You get to like, he said something like a little whiskey uh, connoisseur baby or something like that. And I'm like, one day I get to show my like child whiskey. And, you know, hopefully that's at a good age for that. And they don't sneak ahead and and, and, and cut in line of, of the age range. Mm-hmm. Um, but I get to like show them all about whiskey and, and maybe teach them a few things, uh, you know, hopefully when they're of age. That's the dream that um, your kids will like what you like, yeah. you know. Oh yeah! Let, no, that is the dream, it and is. like especially if it's a boy. Ooh, are you, are you switching yeah. sides here, and you're starting to see like the guy side of it? No, no, no. I definitely still want a girl, but if it's a boy, yeah. I, that, I see the hope as a boy, like that, like maybe they'll like enjoy some of the hobbies I enjoy, or or I can build things with them and stuff like Dude, that. Dude, I tell so. you what, though, like your kids, like. If you involve them, they will love what you love. Is if you don't pressure them, but if you involve them, and that's the thing. Like I thought, uh-huh. like when we had the twins, I know we mentioned this before. I like I would like we found out we we're having two girls. I was like, oh, it's not a boy. Yeah, and I was heartbroken for uh-huh. all of 15, 20 minutes until Amar was like, Dad, let's go work out and listen to Operation Ivy. Aww. And I was like, Yeah, this kid and I get along, you know. So whatever it is, yeah. it's fine. It's cool. It's, yeah. yeah. Anyway, how was your week, Ben? Man. You know, it's I, I thought about this before because normally when you ask me that question, I'm like, yeah, it was good. And all those <laughs> things are true. Don't get me wrong. Um, but yeah, it's just a normal week, you know, just working, uh, you know, last uh, this past weekend was New Year's mm-hmm. and we were boring as anything. We went to bed at like 930 after we watched a movie, which was probably more um, action in terms of things to do that we uh uh that we normally have on you know a night like that and then so yeah we watched like skyfall the uh, bond movie mm-hmm. and then we did what are we we went to bed at like 9 30 <laughs> and then we're like yeah we'll just wake up before the before midnight and then we, we'll set our alarm for 11 30 so we set our alarm for 11 30 i get in bed heather falls asleep but meanwhile there's so much fireworks going off in our neighborhood mm-hmm. just con- constant like just continual fireworks just going off uh by neighbors that i just can't sleep so i'm like up until 11 30 the alarm goes off heather's like where are you and she's like can we just celebrate now <laughs> so we i grabbed the martinelli's and uh we had some you know champagne 
glasses and we cheers to the new year before the new year happened. And then we, uh, I, I, we went to, I actually fell asleep at that point. And then we woke up to the sound of people screaming, which at that point we knew it was 2021. So yeah, that man, was, you live uh, in a wild, years, but yeah. a wild neighborhood, man. Gilbert, Arizona, baby. It's crazy. <laughs> no, actually Gilbert's like on all the top 10 lists of like safest cities in the U S uh, speaking of Gilbert, it's pretty crazy. Speaking of Gilbert and becoming uh-huh. a parent, Caillou, Gilbert had, Godfrey. Had, no. What are you talking about? That's my best Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> um, you ever see you, you can, Affleck? <laughs> do you do you know uh, the PBS cartoon Caillou? Yeah, I hated it, and so did so many people. And guess what? It's gone. It's got canceled. It got and Gilbert is the name yeah, of his cat. Gilbert, Rosie. Oh. I want this. I'm just yeah, a kid. Such who's an show. Each day I learn some more. Yeah. Caillou's gone, so that's good because you're coming becoming a parent. Like the twins, luckily we've never like Amara. We, like we watched PBS was kind of what we watched with Amara. The girls like we get into the uh-huh. worst YouTube things. Don't they just watch YouTube? God, <laughs> YouTube kids is awful. Of like Ukrainian kids, dude. We've kind of gotten away from the Ukrainian kid stuff, but anyway, that's good. It's I like I don't know if Caillou's better or worse, but Caillou is bad. It's all bad. So Caillou's mm. gone. His cat was named Gilbert. So sayonara. That's funny. There you go. There was a there was a little bit that Gilbert Godfrey did as like a stand up, and he did and it was like titled "Too Soon," like jokes that were way too soon. <laughs> uh, and uh-oh, one of uh-oh. my favorite ones was cool. It, he's like, might, and this is a quote from Gilbert soon. Godfrey. It might be too soon, still cool. Actually, no, no, this is fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, he goes, you know, they say Abraham Lincoln, and I'm doing a half Gilbert Godfrey voice. He's like, they say Abraham Lincoln was a really deep thinker. I wonder what was going through his head right before he died. <laughs> um, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're like, oh, I'm worried now. <laughs> that reminds me of a- I feel like that. You know. Yeah, go ahead. I, for, I don't know in what, like in how to, why he would say it, but my dad would always say, dead and stinking like Abraham Lincoln. I don't, know. I don't know what you're like too soon is is 155 years too soon 156 now wow you, like for sure you know like how many years for sure yeah i mean april 15th will be 156 years since he died yeah how do you know Wow, he he died in April fifteenth, nineteen or eighteen sixty five. Well, how do you know that? Uh, I did a lot of when I was in seventh grade. Um, I did a project on John Wilkes Booth. Good creep, and that's why I know the um, day of the year. But I knew, I mean, the year is kind of the same year the Civil War ended in nineteen eighteen sixty five. So, all right, thanks, Rain Man. Anyway, yeah, that's that's pretty impressive, though. And you were born on uh, January fifth, nineteen seventy-one. No, eighty-one. <laughs> <Whoa. laughs> not fifty. <laughs> See, yeah, no, you're not fifty. You're forty. Well, that's impressive. No, I can't remember dates like that. I I am awful with dates. Like, I mean, normally I am, but with Lincoln's birthday, you're. Or death day. Yeah, spot on. Spot on. Well, he was shot the 14th, 
and then he died the 15th. Okay. Yeah. That's too bad. Yeah. Pour one out for the homie. Oh man. Speaking of pouring one out, can we, can we, can we get to the history so I can pour one out in my glass? (laughs) Let's, let's send it to break and we'll get to the history of what we're drinking today. The Driftless Glen single barrel rye. It is barrel proof from McFarland liquor store in McFarland, uh, Wisconsin. It was their pick barrel number 280. But before we talk anything more about this bottle, let's go to break. All right, we're back from break. Uh, Before... I get into the history of this bottle. I did want to say it's been a great week of Instagram convos. Oh, my gosh. It's uh, short for conversation, if uh, you didn't know that word. Um, yet again, a shout-out to uh, two guys in particular. And we've had more people reach out, but I just want to shout-out to two guys this week. Maybe you'll get your shout-out. I feel like the people that didn't that they got their shout-out last week, I'm not going to shout-out. But Jason Preston and Dramhound. Yeah. Uh, we love those guys. So thanks, guys, for... Um, yeah, just just being good, uh, good conversationalists. Uh, uh, another shout out to Jason one of Preston our novelists. That I mean, I I stepped away from my <laughs> phone for like forty five minutes, come back and there's like eighty messages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, was there? Yeah, oh, yeah. It was a lot. Yeah, me and Jason were back my, and forth. My watch yeah. was just Bing, Bing, Bing. I was like, ah, trying oh, to no. trying to feed yeah, the children. I've been there, and I feel like I'm missing <laughs> out here. Oh uh, yeah. Anyway, but Jason's awesome. Yeah. Um, big shout out to Caleb Olson at the Bourbon Badger uh, for not only providing this sample, but Caleb and I met many moons ago at Driftless Glen Distillery in for a Speakeasy Wisconsin event, uh, and it's been great ever since. So thanks, Caleb. Uh, now let's get into. I don't have too much. It's a it's a growing micro distillery. They're not they're not the smallest distillery anymore. Um, but they, I only relied on their website uh, for most of the details. A little bit outside of there I, I focused on. But uh, they're closed this week. I actually uh, wish I could have gotten more, but the I even called them to kind of get some more information. And they are completely closed until tomorrow. Uh, the whole week they've been closed. So uh, for a winter break, they said. Uh, but I did get, yeah, some good information on their website. So uh, located in Baraboo, Wisconsin. Uh, sits... Like on the 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 distillery sits on like the the Baraboo River, which is really beautiful. Uh, having been there, uh, it's a really cool looking distillery and really nice. Like right around the brook of the river and stuff like that. So uh, the owners Brian and Renee Bemis, uh, they said they picked it because of they picked the area, the Baraboo, Wisconsin area, because of the bountiful region, rich with peat bogs, an amazing aquifer, and uncommon sandy soil for our grains to grow in. And that was a quote from the bountiful to the grow in was a quote on their website. (laughs) Uh, Also on their website, it mentions that they use grain and water from the Driftless region, uh, which is an area where the distillery is, uh, the Driftless region. And I looked up what the Driftless region was specifically. And there was a really cool description. Basically, it spans that region that 
contains the, the, the central corners of the uh, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Iowa, and Illinois. And the area is made special by the deep carved river valleys from water that had escaped glaciation mm-hmm. in the last glacial period. Mm. So it's kind of like carved into the, like the, the river valleys are kind of carved out by glaciers and stuff. So yeah. it's kind of cool. Um, but going back again to their, them saying that they get their grain and their water from the driftless area, the, the region, on their website, it does not specifically say that their grain and water is solely sourced from the driftless region. Uh, but I looked up some other things uh, not on their website, and they and it would say like, "Hey, these guys are getting everything from the driftless region." Uh, I'm gonna go with no. Uh, but hey, Driftless Glen Distillery hit us up. Uh, maybe we're wrong, um, but based on the website, it didn't seem like I feel like if I said all of my grain comes from the driftless region versus grain for our whiskey comes from the driftless region is a very different thing. Like it's not solely from that area. So I might be wrong, but uh, driftless hit us up. Uh, yep. <laughs> they broke ground on the distillery in 2012 and the first bourbon and rye barrels were racked in 2014. And they recently put out a five-year rye and five-year bourbon single barrels, uh, which is super impressive for a non-sourcing distillery. They did this on their own, and they've been open. I mean, they've been they've been having uh, whiskey on the racks for only six years total, and they just put out a five-year. Pretty impressive, guys. Um, keep keep it up. I'm sure they got some some 2014 2015 barrels still rolling on the on the Rickhouse shelves. So um, maybe they'll have a seven year in a few years. But uh, from my experience being there and doing a tour there, I don't remember too much, but I I do know that they use between 25 and 30 gallon barrels, if not larger. Um, and although I have changed a lot of my thoughts concerning small barrels especially having gone to Del Bach and realized how good a product that is uh for a for yeah just uh, I'm blown away by a good but here's the thing I'm gonna say this right now (laughs) I guess I don't hate small barrels you like big butts I just hate yeah yeah I like sherry butts and um I I don't I get. I just think that small barrels present a very special time frame. That if you go past the time frame that the barrel or the the whiskey can be aged in a small barrel, it gets really bad really quick. But if you can nail that timing like Del Bach does, good on you guys. Especially like fifteen to twenty gallon barrels, the really small stuff. Um, I guess it's very doable apparently. Because Delbach kills it every time, and uh, I'm soon going to become a uh, Delbach fanboy. Dude, we, uh, it used to be I, Buffalo if Trace. If you haven't fanboy, tried, but yeah, I, well, no, I'm always. I will say it's not fanboy. soon. I say we are huge fans of Delbach. Like, yeah, yeah, it's amazing stuff. They're so surprisingly amazing. Yeah, and not surprisingly, like it's just it's not supposed to be okay. that good. So that be, but anyway, that being, anyway. I'm going to hold on here for just a sec. That being said, yeah, yeah, go on. If your local distillery mm-hmm. does some amazing stuff, let us know. Yeah. And we will yeah. figure out how to get some because 
Uh, this stuff, the Delbach really is amazing, but you know what? That it makes me makes you. It's one of the they're not the only like, ones. They're not the only ones, exactly. So anyway, mm-hmm. we are just fans of anyone who makes great whiskey, and when you do something a little bit yeah. different, like Delbach does, oh, huge fan. So yeah, all right, and that's the thing is like there are, and and don't get me wrong, there are a lot of uh, small growing distilleries that don't nail that time frame uh, with the small barrels they have. And, it, and to me, it gets a little soapy and it's very obvious. But then there are times where it's not obvious that you use small barrels. Maybe it's just they perfectly aged it. So that's all I'm going to say. I don't hate small barrels. I hate when small barrels get overaged mm-hmm. uh, or the whiskey in small barrels gets overaged. It's just, it's always, it's always noticeable when it, when it happens. Uh, so that's all I got for, for the barrel size thing. Uh, but they typically produce between 1200 and 1500 barrels a year. And, uh, some, some of the other Driftless Glen products, uh, besides whiskey, they actually do make brandy, gin, moonshine, and vodka. Uh, but of their bourbons, they do a 96 proof standard bourbon and a varying proof between 96 and 99 proof single barrel straight bourbon. Uh, so it, it needs to be at least two years old in order to be a straight bourbon there. So, uh, and it's and it's cool. They, they I mean they're big into single barrels, uh, which I respect a lot because uh, you know they're always slightly different, and you kind of get a different feel for each one. Same kind of thing in the rye department. They do a 96 proof standard rye. They do a varying proof of 96 through 99 uh, straight single barrel rye, uh, but they also do what they call a quote. 51 rye uh, and that is a 51% rye in the mash bill and then it's also 51% alcohol so 102 proof uh, of course I mentioned their five year that they put out recently but that was only sold at the distillery and I bet they're out by now to be honest uh, and then of course what we're drinking today uh, this is a one-off barrel pick rye at cast strength uh, and yep we're drinking Driftless Glen single barrel barrel proof rye it's a store pick from McFarland Liquor in McFarland, Wisconsin. Uh, obviously, it's less than a five-year because we got this before they unveiled their five-year bottles, but it's a minimum two-year because it is a straight rye. Uh, 117.2 proof. I have no idea what the mash bill is besides at least 51% rye. Uh, really cool square bottle. Uh, it's kind of like a sharply square. Uh, it looks like if... Elmer T. Lee was sharp edges. That's what you're drinking. Uh, there's got to be something else that has that style. I don't know, but that's that's it. Um, uh, like I said, uh, Caleb Olson gave us this this sample, uh, these samples, and we're super grateful. But he also said he got it for about 45 bucks, which is really impressive for one a micro distillery and a barrel proof product. So thank you so much, Caleb. Uh, let's get to the drinking this. Yeah, and I gotta say, Caleb. Thank you so much for the generous pour. This is a full sample bottle. Yeah. Dude, dude's a good guy. Seriously. So he, a while ago, he sent us some uh, Bourbon Badger stickers, and I've coveted yeah. it. I have not put it on anything yet because I don't know what I, I feel like I got to like put it on the right thing, you right? But I don't know exactly mm-hmm. what I'm going to put it on because my, my garage fridge is close to being on the fritz, and I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to put it on. So, ah. Yeah. So We need a good whiskey uh, Yeti bottle or whatever they those things are. Like the, uh, 
my or hydro flask not a yeti hydro flask <laughs> we just need to put whiskey in one of those and just load it up with our favorite stickers oh man all right so this col- the color on this is super dark right that's like an- surprising for a less than five year yeah hmm um the the nose is very subtle it at first it's almost like a uh this is gonna sound weird, but you know when you like smell, it's not like an, it's not fishy, it's not weirdly ocean-like or anything. It's kind of like you smell like a lake, and maybe this is because okay. um, Caleb lives on a lake. No, this probably has nothing to do with. It. But it's kind of just like at first you're just smelling the lake breeze or something like that, and then it turns a little bit into a spicy rye, but barely. It's very subtle. Oh, but then a candiness shows up when I sniffed it even more. You know, it's really nice candy. I will say there is a, a sweetness to it, and it's and this is one I I'm, I want to keep my nose in for a while because it is subtle, like you were saying. But the more I sniff it, the better it gets. Um, yeah, yeah, it, I agree. Some of that rice spice, definitely like a sweetness, but like it's not super sweet it's on the a nose. lot less subtle than it was yeah i mean the more you sniff it the it, more it's coming out i don't know if it just needs to be warm it in reminds the palm me or something, but yeah maybe i'll try that uh it does remind me of will it four year or will it three year rye uh without as much cinnamon it's like mm-hmm. that candy okay. uh sweetness uh very sharp sweet so not not your dull sweet you can get from like a weeded bourbon or something like that this is very sharply sweet so part of you and Jason Preston's conversation, I read through the whole thing. I get to the end and I, th- I like to think I know something about whiskey and then I read through all of your two knowledge and I'm like, nope, I just like whiskey. These guys are experts. <laughs> <laughs> it's just weird. Like, it reminds me of this. I'm like, I don't, I don't necessarily, dude, I have such a hard time remembering what I drank and how, what the notes were and stuff, but it's got a good sweetness to it. And I seriously, the more like, this is a really good nose because it, it has that complexity to it where the more, I just want to keep sniffing it. Cause I'm keep like, it's not like it's subtle, but there is something there and I really want to pull it out. Wait till you sip it, man. This is hub of what till I sip it. Yeah. Did you, okay. Have you sipped it yet? No, I haven't. I'm gonna go for one. No, this is, this is hub of what, um, Hmm really impressive and i'll I'll kind of talk through it mm. because it it is layers of flavor layers of notes uh at first it's candy and it's a little bit of heat um but then it fades into what normally will it would fade into is a very very strong cinnamon uh this fades into a slight cinnamon but a little bit of vanilla uh but really mm. powerful like really like gritty um candy vanilla like almost sharp um mm. and then it just it's a this is good this is really like good. really impressive very yeah so i would say the first thing that gets me is the mouthfeel it's really viscous in the mouth like it's almost like mm-hmm. a warm honey on the mouth like not flavor wise yeah but just consistency wise yeah. like it just really sits kind of heavy mm. in the palate and has the most pleasantly warm slow warming effect across the palate so mm-hmm. good um and then like that and that, that it, this is this makes is it what i mean and i just that's kind of what hit me at first mm. there's an awesome spiciness to it not really cinnamony 
not really minty, like it, but in that realm. I'm not sure exactly what it is. Yeah, good point on the mint. It's like very subtly hints of mint. Something, yeah. And I, and I don't know if it's, I mean, not even, I don't even know if it's necessarily mint, but it's in that area where it's like, it kind of hits your mm. tongue in that way. So I'm going to go for another sip here real quick. Yeah. Um, you know, I always get excited when we do a micro or like a growing distillery and we love it. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because part of me is like, I get to rep this small little place. Yeah. No, it's like, it's like <laughs> I get to like give them really good exposure. Um, there's one episode we did not too long ago and it was a growing distillery out in Pennsylvania and it was like not great. And we're like, this is all right. And I feel bad when I do that, yeah. especially with like someone who's obviously built something themselves and is trying to get bigger. Uh, Driftless Glen, you know, they're not, they're not small anymore, especially mm. for Wisconsin. Um, but this is good. I don't want to add water. And I don't want to add ice. This is really yeah. good. So it is, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of go back on my second sip. Like it is definitely mm-hmm. more like a cinnamon, but like a minty cinnamon. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not a red hot, but it is cinnamon like. Yeah. It, uh, well, to me. You know, absolutely. Yeah. It's not like it is. It's like, oh gosh. Like what's a cinnamon minty kind of gum? Cinnamon. Almost like an Altoid. Like a cinnamonty gum. It's like an Altoid almost. Like a cinnamon Altoid, but not super strong. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's hints of it. it but I, I think the mint really does show up in a really subtle and pleasant way. Absolutely. But it the it lingers forever too. The no bitterness. Like it really does. Perfect amount for yeah, me at least a perfect not, amount of yeah. sweetness. This is really good. Yeah, it's been like over a minute since I sipped. Dude, we've needed and... we've needed a hub of a what? We haven't had a hub of a what in yeah. a while. And this is killing That's it. That's true. Oh. I don't even yeah. want to move on. Like this, yeah, this I, is great. Like yeah. Oh. This is potentially the best non like this is one of the better rides I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Um I I mean up I, I this the candiness of this pour reminds me of things like uh yeah, Willet I had a Willet seven year one time ride that was like probably Potentially the best ride I've ever had. Oh my gosh. Um, I've had Jefferson's Prez, uh, 20, what is it, 21 and 25 year rise. They're great. Uh, this is less than five years and similar to like Willet, like a four year or three year ride. Um, but this is, I don't even know. I might enjoy this more than I do Willet four year, which is saying a lot because I'm a huge Willet four year fan. This is, so I would say my favorite ride ever. Ooh. <laughs> Seriously. I just sniffed it with the with the water, and it is amazing. Is it? Okay. Go ahead. So though. I will say, yeah. my favorite rye, hands down, is probably that Mister Sam we had at the beginning of the year last year. Yeah, yeah. This year, last year. Although it's technically they're not a rye. The, okay, but it, well, it is. But it was super spicy. It had, but it, but this is so, and it has similar notes where it's like it's got that cinnamon to it. But this has like. This is amazing. And I think this is probably, I mean, in general, you can probably get, I mean, not the barrel pick, but like I would assume that the single barrel rye from Driftless Glen is a lot easier to get than Mr. Sam, right? Yes. Yeah. So I'm like, but this like competes on the same level, but differently. It is like apples and oranges. For sure. But so, no, it's like tangerines and oranges. Like I don't know the difference, but they're both good, Mm. right? This is phenomenal. This is so good. 
Oh, okay. Have you sniffed it with a little water? I, no, I'm so excited about the neat. I'm. I don't really. I'm dropping Dude, water right now. I think it got better on the nose, oh. or at least on the nose. We'll see what the palate's like. But this All is right, great. Yeah, uh, chocolatey a little bit on top of those notes we've talked about Ooh. earlier. A little Ooh. bit of that honey, a little bit of that chocolate, a little bit of that cinnamon. Uh, but candy is forefront of Seriously. all of the notes of the notes. It's nose. like a cinnamon yeah. disc now. I don't know what. I, oh. mm-hmm. It's like, so the nose mm. was really good and complex and took a while on the knee to really pull stuff out of. This is just, it's turned into a punch. Like it's just punching in the nose and says, hey, guess what? I'm a cinnamon disc. I'm super candy. I'm delicious. Oh, the nose on this got way better though. In a different way. I mean, they're both good, but yeah, anyway. Yeah, I don't know if it's better with water, but it's still really good. Uh, You know, let me give that another shot, because I got one last little sip of the water pour. And uh, yeah, I wouldn't say it was bitter, but I don't... Yeah, let's find out. Okay, so... Yeah, Mm. not better. It's not better than neat. It still has a... Oaky a little more? Definitely a little more oaky. It's got the viscosity, mm. like is it you know obviously is not as good as it was. Like it's still there. Like it's still very feels viscous, like that honey of the mouth almost. Not to the yeah. degree it did with neat. And uh, no. uh, yeah, it just it kind of killed that lingering palate. Like the the it's just yeah. not there towards the end. But it's not For me, bad. definitely the best nose, though. Was the nose was awesome. Water. Yeah, the nose was awesome. Mm. I'll agree with you on that. But mouth, yeah. Taste, yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. So I'm going to let my bus driver drop this cube. And uh, hopefully, maybe it'll even make it better uh, with the um, little bit of cold there. Hey, wait. That's crazy. It made it, Did it make it colder again? I thought last time it didn't, but now that I remember, Wait, last time it, it did, did, and so did it this time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, mine's colder too. <laughs> hmm. I'm giving it the old swirly swirl. Yeah, I gotta let this chill a little uh, bit here. Yeah. I do wonder if it is chill filtered. Um, seeing some good swirlies in there. I could see it going either way with a place like them. Uh, I wonder what how expensive the process of chill filtration is, um, which is why you should support us on patreon.com slash chill filter. <laughs> no, but I wonder like if some smaller distilleries will uh, forego chill filtration just because it's not necessary and it's not, you don't want to put in the, the cost for it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I'm sniffing. So nose wise, it's kind of dead Subtle. to me. I mean, that's yeah, just, it kind of died out. Yeah, a little bit. not mm. much there. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nose wise, water most pronounced, neat most complicated, iced uh, dead is dead and stinking like Abraham Lincoln, man. Like <laughs> deep. <laughs> I just got a little cough. Um. This, it's good with ice taste wise. I just I just got a sip, and the palate's good. It's it's all there. It's just not muted. It is blunted, if that makes any sense. Like it is not sharp anymore. It is still candy like, but it's not like bright candy. 
um like and i when i say candy i mean like very like a hard candy like sucking on a some sort of you know sugary hard candy and um it's all there it's just yeah blunt in terms of the how it shows up um yeah definitely definitely best um i'd say ice is the least of all the things uh nose palette and finish but the finish is still good there is no i gotta admit there's no bitterness there's there's nothing unpleasant about the ice pour it's just not even close to the other two pours especially especially the palette of the neat pour i'm glad i got this is one of those things where i'm like i'm stoked that i still have uh, a little less than an ounce left in my sample bottle so thanks again caleb so, this is thanks for sharing this because oh. caleb let's just talk about that he doesn't he probably doesn't have op- or access to another bottle of well he actually did tell me they, they do do um single barrel <laughs> or like barrel picks <laughs> yeah me, 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 me. <laughs> no but uh he said they do barrel picks from driftless glen a lot um so yeah caleb i hope you can match how good this one is um again because this is a sacrifice to give a bottle or to give samples from a bottle like this so really well done ice wise i like ice on the palate better than uh the water because this mouthfeel of the ice is lingering forever it's got like a menthol mintiness to it that just sticks around Mm. still really good um but i will say the neat pour phenomenal oh my gosh the nose yeah super complex take Candy. forever to sniff it mm-hmm. pull stuff out yeah and then golly from mouthfeel to taste to lingering on the palate oh my gosh neat mm. this neat yeah and i and i i ended up because the neat was so good on my neat pour i drank more of it than i typically would um uh-huh. so i don't have a ton left i'm gonna i'm gonna come back to this a little bit later though and uh just have a little more neat because it is, this is, holy crap. So I will say, um, who is it? Um, so is it Mike Cook? Is that who was hitting us up last week? I mentioned the... Yep, Mike Cook. Mike mm-hmm. Cook. So Mike Cook hit us up on Instagram. He's like, hey, you got, I found out from, uh, heard of you guys from this like Facebook group. And uh, somebody mm-hmm. was drinking the uh, Driftless Glen. And, like, and they were like, dude, this stuff is good. I'm like, that makes me excited to drink this. I've been excited to drink it in general. Oh, good. But uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Like, it's a cool little Facebook group, uh, like bourbon. What is it? Bourbon junkies or something. Junkies. Like that. Yeah. 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 So mm-hmm. That's been fun yeah. too. So, but uh, like, people are like, yeah, it's really good. So I've been super excited to try it. And I gotta say, it has it lives up to the hype that I heard people hyping up hyping it up on. It is. This is phenomenal. Are we ready to get into ratings? Yeah, for sure. I'm gonna go nine point. Yeah three on this i'm going straight like a nine point three like this is definitely high like high on my list of if i were to be able to get a bottle of this i would get it in an instant Mm. especially like uh you you found it for what 50 like uh uh, caleb said it was 45 45 when he got it okay so which is insane for how good this this for 45 dollars is oh i'd buy three i (laughs) I would I would buy as many as I could fit in my my arms and drag out to the car. Mm. This is so good. Just hits I mean, this is what you want. Like this has everything you want in a rye. Like I am so happy. I feel like we've needed yeah. something that's really gonna hub it or what, knock it out of the park, and this is it. Yeah. Mm. Oh, this is good. So yeah, nine point three. What do you got, Cole? Yeah. I actually was thinking nine point two. Okay. Um 
So easily mind-blowing to break that nine barrier. Uh, But what I really like about this one is that there's something for everyone in the ride department. Uh, I've talked to some people that are really not uh, cinnamon fans Mm -hmm. uh, when there's a cinnamon bomb whiskey and especially rye. And so some people, you know, I'll I'll tell people I love Willet four-year, even like two-year rye. Um, it's just cinnamon front and, and just good. Um, but the, the thing about this one is it's not a cinnamon bomb, but it does have cinnamon, Mm -hmm. but it's got so many other things as well. Talk about complex, like in terms of when we drink like something like a Japanese whiskey, like for example, Yamazaki 12, um, you get hit with one flavor and then you get hit by another note and then another note here and another note there. And it just just fluctuates in in terms of different notes you're getting. Um, this is very much like that. Like like I said, you get hit with this candy note, and then it turns into a cinnamon, and then there's that little bit of minty there, mm-hmm. and then there's like uh, vanilla, and then there's just a general sweetness throughout, and then it does not end. Like I I still feel the yeah. the finish in my mouth right mm-hmm. now because it's just so. Uh, just rich mm-hmm. and, and sugary in a very bright and, and sharp way, which I so much dig about this. Uh, really blew my mind. Uh, yeah, 9.2, but I would say 9.25, to be honest, okay. because this 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 really surprised me. And if Caleb could have found this for 45, I, I wish I could have found more. Yeah, because <laughs> and I hope Caleb got a few more because this is... And, and I, you know, like some people, some of our, our supporters will like send us some samples. I'm like, yo, this looks cool. Like, and, and I'm like, oh, this is from like some micro and, and it seems cool. Um, but this is like, I mean it, Caleb, thank you for sacrificing four ounces of some of your best stuff for us because we are grateful. <laughs> so thank you so much. I yeah, am a 9. fan. 9.25. I am a fan yeah. for sure. So mm. Yeah. All right, man. I got a good and a good proof. Got a good yeah. whiskey smile on right now. Yeah, got a good. You know, I'm digging it. Yeah, and it's funny. I was thinking uh, when we put it out on Instagram, what should we drink this week? It was between early times bottled and bond and I this, and I was kind of hoping early times would win. Um, but I am glad it did not win this week. This is what I needed. This is what I needed. Yeah, tonight. yeah. Just it's just so good. Yeah. Amazing. All right. So Driftless Glen, uh, if you're out there listening, and I, we hope you are, because we're I'm, I'm totally going to hit them up this week and say, hey, have a listen to this podcast because we're impressed. Seriously. <laughs> and and hopefully Driftless Glen will, will maybe even uh, help us out and we can try their bourbon or something like that. So yeah. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Well, cool. Yeah. Are you ready? For Whiskey World News. <laughs> yes. I don't know if I was supposed to answer there or not. Okay. <laughs> You're like, yes? <laughs> All right, here we go. All right, it's time for Whiskey World News, the part of the show where we read an article and we talk about it. We didn't write the article, but we're just going to talk about it. Here we go. This one comes from The Whiskey Wash, and it's written by our favorite author, who is... Nino Kilgore Marchetti. Oh, I thought it was Allison Nichols. Oh, my bad. All right. Our second favorite 
<laughs> yeah, no, it's not Kilgore. Sorry, I just feel like every time it's whiskey wash, it's always <laughs> I Kilgore. I love Kilgore. Seriously, it's. I'm glad he added it to it. It makes it that much more like Nino. Mar- it does make it more. Nino legit. Marchetti in general is just an awesome name, but you throw Kilgore into yeah. it. Yeah, it changes everything. That should have been in a good way. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, what you should have started with that. What whiskey would you choose? That should have been my thing. I should have just been like, Kilgore. <laughs> Kilgore is the name of my child. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's good because it is a whiskey related. It is whiskey uh, name. We yeah. swing and a miss. Kilgore Deadlow. <laughs> mm. I hope Nino listens because um, he would have a hoot or have a blast. Uh, he could have a hoot and a blast. A hootin' blast. Mm-hmm. All right, anyway. Hoot and a holler and a blast. Go ahead. <laughs> so, anyway, not not, not Nino Kilgore Marchetti. This comes from Allison Nichols, and it's uh, titled, Alberta Distillers Recently Released a Premium Cask Strength Rye into the U.S. Uh, one yeah. of the first distilleries out of Canada to create a true 100% rye whiskey, Alberta Distillers, is releasing a limited edition of its Alberta Premium Cask Strength Rye at 66.1% ABV to the U.S. market for the first time. Distilled in Calgary and aged for a minimum of five years, the whiskey was created using pure 100% Canadian prairie grains grown by local farmers and Rocky Mountain spring water for a drink best served neat or on the rocks. Alberta distillers prides ourselves on being the producer of the world's number one selling 100% rye in whiskey in Alberta premium. George Techtrobe, General Manager of Alberta, so we said, in a prepared statement, we wanted to release a cast strength rye so our whiskey fans can experience a 100% rye whiskey in its purest form. Straight from the barrel, this whiskey is truly a great representative of our commitment to crafting superior rye whiskey. Um, Alberta Premium Cast Strength Rye has become available across the U.S. in very limited quantities with suggested retail price of around $70 for a 750ml faceted glass bottle. For those who don't know them, Alberta Distillers was founded in 1946 and it's today owned by the Beam Centauri. And that's about it from that. But I know that, uh, you know, uh, to be honest, it was a slow whiskey news week. This is an older article and everything seemed kind of crappy to read. But uh, anyway, <laughs> any, Cole, any thoughts on this? And I got to tell you one thing. This uh, this uh, Driftless Glint is starting to catch up to me here a little bit. <laughs> but anyway, any thoughts, Cole? Uh, yeah, actually, this was uh, the Alberta Premium uh, Cast Strength was the World Whiskey of the Year by Jim Murray this year. Mm. Uh, so it's a big deal because they were only selling it in Canada. And I actually hit up uh, Jason Preston. I'm like, hey, they selling this out where you're at? And he's like, no, nah, they didn't hit Quebec uh, in terms of the allocation, uh, which stinks because I really do want a bottle of this. Um, and uh, so listeners... Uh, I know uh, Bro Escatoso Sosa, um, he's one of our favorite Canadian listeners. And hey, William, I think that's your name. I'm almost positive that's your name. Uh, if you happen to find yourself a bottle of that, we'd be interested in working with you to courier one of these to us because it sounds amazing. Uh, although Jason Preston, one of our favorite Canadian listeners as well, he said it wasn't that or it, it's 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 an all else cracked up to be from what he's heard. So I, I've heard mixed reviews at this point, um, but I'm excited that it's sold in the U.S. But I really want to get a bottle, and I don't know if I'll be able to find one easily. I've been like really getting bummed out by the whiskey search lately. Yeah, like it's been 
somewhat fruitless. And I'm like, you know what? It doesn't matter. I, I have a cool podcast that <laughs> sometimes gets me uh, samples. And that's sometimes better than anything else. And so, yeah, it's great. Everything's great. So I don't <laughs> know what you I'm think. Fine. It's fine. It's all <laughs> fine. Got to sip the rest of this whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Finish your sample. I just, I yeah, I did. And I am feeling I happy am. again. Um, mm. Yeah, you know, so I think it's one of the things where, like, you know, you see articles like this and it's it's hard to get. And I think, yeah. so I've seen a lot of people on different forums just kind of talking about stuff and, like, is this worth getting or how are you guys searching for your bottles? And I'm like, there are so many good whiskeys that are cheap and easy to find like you don't necessarily need to break the bank or like stress too much about finding stuff like i will say this so we we i was we were fortunate enough to um drink the uh oh what's it called the uh oh man from buffalo trace the antique collection and yeah honestly like i really didn't after, after sampling all of them i really didn't care too much about my lotteries this year like if I get one, cool. If I don't, like last year, I think I entered like five or six different people um, to try to get a bottle. And this year, I just uh-huh. I just entered myself because I'm like, you know what? I've sampled them, and they were like, the Sazerac was amazing, and I would love to have yeah. the other bottles. But mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? There's other really good whiskey out there. So I think the fact that yeah. like it's hard to find these bottles is fun and fine, except for the fact that like, dude. I can just go drop 20, 30 bucks on a bottle and be happy. Like it's, it's good. So I don't know. Anyway, that's the thing about whiskey though. It's like, it's whiskey is just good. It is good. It's yummy. It's tasty. And there's lots of stuff out there that you can get. That is not hard to find. So anyway, um, but it is yeah. like a rye season. And even, oh, go, ahead. Yeah. go ahead. Even this, this, what we're drinking today is a good proof of, do not judge a book by its cover. If I were to judge a book by its cover, I would say this is just your average micro distillery product um, that is probably a little too oaked and whatever. But this is like perfect. Yeah. Oh, dude. This is so good. Exactly. And I'm like comparing this to some of my favorite rides. And I'm like, this is comparable to Lot 40 Cask. And in fact, might be even more, or it might be better. I got to maybe put them side by side, but I don't have much left in this little sample bottle, but this is good. Mm-hmm. Really good. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. Bring it back, man. You just brought it back. Yeah. Bring it on back. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, uh, is it time for uh, what whiskey would you choose? Uh, no, Cole. It's time for what whiskey would you name your child after? Oh, that's right. <laughs> and I think I destroyed you this week. Uh, only it's hard. It's hard to lose against Colonel uh, Turkey Dump. <laughs> well, everybody wants their kid to be named Turkle, Colonel Turkey Dump. Uh, yeah, you did. <laughs> I mean, you got a few votes. I did. Well, you know, you won seventy-three mm-hmm. to twenty-seven percent. But that being said, uh, some heavy hitters, mm-hmm. including our fanboy. Uh, new micro distillery whiskey del Bach voted for Colonel. Trump yeah. Trump. So yeah, I did see that. So thank you, uh, <laughs> whiskey del Bach, got, for giving us uh, giving Robbie some love. I got a heavy hit on the Colonel Turkey Dump, but uh, yeah. So you won that one. 
Uh, no surprise there. Apparently, people are worried that if they vote for something on Instagram, it's it's binding, and they're gonna have to name their next child after <laughs> not like Rumpelstiltskin type stuff over here. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, so honestly, so I feel bad because I posted this um, the uh, this morning, and then for some reason, my phone didn't connect, and it took forever to upload. So oh no, we, yeah, we're twelve hours behind. So we it's, technically still have twelve more hours left on this post, but uh, so we only have a couple of write-ins, but. Uh, uh, Bryce Marita says he would name his boy Riff, which I think is cool. Riff would be a cool name, like from New York. That's Riff. cool. Yeah, Riff, Riff is a cool name. I like Riff. Uh, yeah. Or Jack Daniel. And he's new, so. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Or Jack Daniel, call him, call him JD. So just call the kid JD. And if it was a girl, nice. McKenna or Harper, which both are pretty cool too. So Those are good names. Yeah. I'm surprised like it wasn't. My, uh, go ahead. My best friend from college, he named his son Jameson, and I was like, like really? And he's like, "Yeah, basically, like the whole pregnancy, she was craving Jameson whiskey." And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> and so, yeah, shout out to Andrew and his son Jameson. There you go. Um, I know a couple of kids named Jameson, and whenever I see him like come through school, I'm like, "I like your parents." Um, yeah, I'm sure the, they're cool people. And then Marco and Casey said Angel Share or Hibiki Harmony, which. <laughs> I like harmony. I don't know. I mean, like, I think you have to be of a certain. I don't know Hibiki. Hibiki is is kind of cool, but like, I don't know. It is. I think you have to be of a certain ethnicity to pull it off in a traditional yeah. way. But I'm like, hey, and I know Marco, and uh, he's not that in the ethnicity. <laughs> Although uh, Bryce Morita is. So there you go. Hibiki. Yeah. Anyway, um, Angel like from Angel Share. It's kind of, or even yeah, I like that. Yeah. Too. Anyway. Yeah, Angel works. Well, I like Riff and I like Harper. Harper is a cute name, man. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, it's no, well, it's we, no uh, Colonel Turkey Dump. When you were, that's true. When you guys were pregnant uh, with the twins, you're like, we really like the name Juniper, uh, but we're not sure about the other name. But you had a few ideas. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you should name her Rye. Wouldn't that be such a cool name? Like Juniper, Juniper and Rye, Rye Deadlow. <laughs> and you were, I think if, correct me if I'm wrong, you were actually like digging that name. Maybe not like leaning towards that name, but you're like, actually, that's a possible, like I, that's a contender. I first, until I, until I saw Chelsea look at me, I'm like, no, no, that's not okay. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it was funny. Yeah, people was, would assume insta alcoholic when their kids were named Juniper and Rye. Well, she yeah. loved, she liked Juniper and we both agreed on Juniper and then um, yeah, she wanted London and I was like, London, oh, Rye, yeah. Juniper, Jen. Yeah, that's, like, that's a little, I don't know. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's insta, I, insta gin drugs. I, yeah. I am not going to host a gin podcast in the future, so we're not doing that, all right? Yeah. So, Not today <laughs> or in the ever. Uh, yeah. Um, so let's bring it on to the next question mm-hmm. of this week's What Whiskey Would You Choose? Yes. And that question is, <laughs> remind me, Robbie... <laughs> What is your favorite cask slash barrel strength? Oh, totes. Yeah. Okay. Now you remember. Uh, what's your yeah. favorite cask strength uh, whiskey? So, I will say as of lately. As of lately. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. Cool. You got any, you got any thoughts question. there? What has been my favorite lately? I mean, this in a way, but I don't want to throw that one down. Um,. What have I been drinking lately? Today I had BT and Wilderness Trail. Neither of those were cast strength. 
And then what have I had cast drink lately? So, um, yeah, go ahead. So stag juniors cask, right? Yep. Absolutely. Okay. So that this year's stag, um, I haven't had, I've had, I had a a little bit over Christmas, so that would be the most recent, excuse me, Mm -hmm. that I think I've had. So I'm going to go this year's stag junior. Um, I will say all time though, like if I'm just going to buy something, it's going to be probably rare breed. I love, it's so stinking good. But I would say if, if we're going with what's the most recent, recently kind of a thing, it's going to be stag junior. Okay, cool. Uh, I still can't think of what's the last, because I have a good few. Um, so if I were to pick would for have you, to be, I would say it's going to be yeah, red, yeah. red breast is yours. Red breast cask. Uh, yeah, that's a good call. But I haven't a had it recently. Yeah, okay, the recently thing yeah. throws it. But I'm not going to go with that because I haven't had it recently. Um, I'm going to go with a four roses uh, because that's maybe the last cast strength I've had off my shelf. Okay. Um, Yeah, four roses. Single barrel, barrel proof. Um, mm. Yeah, let's just say that. Oh, and we'll just say OESF if anyone cares. So here's uh, the thing. I have a feeling uh-huh. Stag's going to win just because it's Stag Jr. Mm-hmm. But I'm yeah. with you. I would, like, and I like Stag Jr., but I think it, it does vary somewhat from year to year. And some years are great, some years yeah. are okay. Yeah. But I will say Four Roses, like, generally is always good. And their barrel proofs are amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, yeah, 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 for sure. Like all of them are all, like I have yet to have a four roses where I'm like, eh. but yeah, their barrel proofs are amazing. So, yeah, I don't know. Oh, you know what? I mean, technically, the more recent one I had was uh, E.H. Taylor barrel proof, but I'm not gonna put that in the running because I always put E.H. Taylor <laughs> in the running. So yeah, we're gonna stick with the four roses. Uh, barrel proof, barrel strength. Yeah. All right, sounds good. I'm uh, I'm voting for for roses. So um, this week I'm pulling up my list because I actually have an updated list. Mm-hmm. So this week, uh, what we can drink, uh, I have some things and stuff. Uh, okay. So, do you want to go hard this week or like soft this week? So, I I actually have a suggestion. Yeah. Let's get a little corny, man. Should we get a little corny? Can we go silverback into the uh silverback corn whiskey yeah, versus the corn. Abasalo Mexican corn whiskey? Oh yeah. Can we do those two? I think that's a great idea actually. Okay. I'd like to do that. Can we do that? Yes. Yeah. Cole, you're the best. I just no, I just feel you're like the best. I just feel like I asked my dad if we could order a pizza and he's like, Yeah, let's get a pizza. <laughs> Can we go to Dairy Queen after after this? I'm like, yeah, Cole's yeah. the best, the best Cole ever. <laughs> don't you forget it, Robbie. You know when your dad's like, you know, like, and don't you forget it. I take care of you every now and then, you know. Yeah, don't tell your mom though. I still think of your dad as like, like I still think of that story about how everyone got hit in the face with um, the baseball Softball. when you were playing catch oh, and like, yeah, yeah the softball. <laughs> And the, the the waitress thought he like must beat his whole family. Dude, it was bad anyway. Yeah. Well, I got to be honest. I kind of want to do the. Do corn, you like playing catch? Kind of do the corn whiskey. Corn whiskey's always remind me of my dad and his. his the next episode is mm. just before his birthday, so Platte Valley or whatever. Yeah, McCormick Platte Valley. Oh, is it Platte Valley? McCormick Platte yeah. Valley. Yep. Which the uh, love it. Yeah, 
I got, I think I have some of that somewhere. So that's one of the samples I'll be sending from our nice. mailman who is a male. He's a big man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who's a male man. <laughs> Literally. He's so manly. Got to say it twice. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I have finished the uh, the whole sample bottle. I can tell. Point, so it's been a good episode. Dude, I tell yeah. you, th- yeah. What a like. I feel like we've needed this. This is fun. I needed this this week. It was mm-hmm. a good way, good punctuation on my week. Good way to start the week. I love it, man. This is great. S- so punctuated. <laughs> oh man. So, but I, you know, I, I hope, uh, I hope you have renewed your faith in. Uh, Hubba to what status whiskeys? Oh, absolutely. And Cole, I hope that you guys are able to find more rest than you did on New Year's Eve and that your wife feels secure and confident in her ability to gain sleep. And I don't know what that meant. (laughs) Me neither. (laughs) But most of all, listeners, I hope that our love of spirits lifted yours. (laughs) 